one of the first questions then is, what would you say was the main thing that brought you to your faith, each of you? That was a good question. For me, it's my mom. Yo mama self, no. It's not, a, it's not a yo mama joke. Um, but yeah, my mom uh, was in the car driving when I first came back from church and was like, Mom, everybody at church is talking about having Jesus in their heart. What a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> I was like, you know, how does a grown man climb into your heart and why is that a good thing? You know, I was like a kid, I couldn't figure that out. But my mom explained it to me. And I know that my, both my parents prayed for me for a long time that I would make that decision for myself. One thing you might hear Christians say a lot of the time is, God has no grandchildren. And what that means is you can't get into heaven based on the fact that your parents are Christians. You've got to make that decision for yourself. Which is the final point of the four points. Four point radio. That's my story. But we've all got different stories, really. Yeah, my, my, um, my story is... Uh, it's, it's kind of the Holy Spirit led me to the Lord. I mean, but I did have great parents that brought me to church every Sunday. But I kind of never really listened to them or go to the church. Yeah. So, um, just one Sunday I was at the back drawing because I'd switched off and drew. <laughs> um, honestly, I felt the love, like the presence of God all over me. It's like falling in love with God. It was like, it was all over me. It's like, it's the presence of God, it's the Holy Spirit. And I was just feeling it and I was just like, wow, this is real. I couldn't believe that it was real. I was like, well, this God who actually loves, he, like, he loves me. And so I just ran to the front and was like, I'm a Christian. Gave my life to Jesus. And, and so that was, that was the start of my journey. How about you? Yeah, one thing that brought me to, I guess, just hope. Um, okay, like life without hope. Everyone has hope. I 
Anyway, I did a stage dive and it was, a, it was awesome. And then I, then I came back on stage and I was like, who wants to see us do a tandem stage dive? <laughs> so me and Strath both jumped out. Then they put us back on stage and like still no sound working, right? So I'm like carrying on. I was like, <laughs> I grabbed our guitar player and I said, who wants to see us? Throw him into the crowd, and so you grab like an arm. Oh, I grabbed his leg, and like proper chucked him really far, thinking there's no way they're gonna catch him. They did. They caught him, like even way back there. And it was just so much fun. And there's a lot of stuff that happened after that game as well that was really special and important to me as well. And that, that was probably one of my greatest moments. I have so many. Like honestly, I know. The one time for me is quite powerful. A young lad called Jack at Spring Harvest. That happened just. Um, I'm sure you won't mind me saying that. I didn't say so. Um, but um, yeah, let's just say his name is Jack. <laughs> um, Don't do that. Yeah. Just Jack. Um, anyway, he he was um he was like, just not connecting, you know, Spring Harvest, and we were there for the whole week, as you know. Um, and uh, just hanging out with him. Yeah. So I was just with him in the morning worship and we were chatting to him. And he, he was the kind of lad who reminds me of myself when I was there. He was slightly a bit cheeky. And I could tell that he was just a bit, I didn't quite feel like he fitted in, you know, so that's why he was always being cheeky and, or, and causing a bit of trouble. He wasn't like a tear away, but he was, you know, he, he was just an old lad, lad getting in trouble. <coughs> um, and he just reminded me so much of myself. And by the end of the week, there was a preach going on and we were just hanging out with him. He just said to me, you know, I want, I want to become a Christian, I want to give my life to Jesus. And I was, I was able to literally pray with him, just pray with him and lead him into the kingdom of God. And, it, and you know when someone really means it. When I said the line, and I said, Lord Jesus, and he just said it from the heart, you know. And he was just like, sorry for the wrong things he's done. And he started to list the wrong things he's done. And, and they were really cute things, like... Like, I, I don't do horrible things, man. <laughs> but he, just, he was like, I'm so sorry, I saw that tent in Woolworths. And, um, like, but he really mentioned, like, he had, you know, he was like, really repenting. And, like, and, and then he was just like, I invite you to my life. And, and afterwards, he just said to me, you know, I want to be a preacher when I grow up. I was just like, that's what it's all about, man. Like, oh, if this young man grows up, becomes a preacher, or has a church, that's, you know, the little thing of what God can do in, in his life, you know, and I was able to. Like, I mean, those, those people are the seeds, but I was able to sit there and watch it happen and pray it through with him. So that was an awesome moment. And also, he, he, he said that his dad was really down about him, about how all that he was always insane. He came back and said, oh, my dad's really happy now. And I told him that I was a Christian. And he's, like, really happy for me. And, and, and so it was just really cool. Yeah? Uh, I've been in about, about four years, and... Uh, uh, yeah, again, I've had a lot of highlights, uh, but one happened last year, uh, my marriage. Uh, and I got married, my wife's over there. Yay! Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, I guess, like, that still sticks in my head. I know it's nothing to do with bad, it's not kind of no. super spiritual, no. but... Still good. Yeah. Still yeah. Actually, you mentioned innovation just now. Would you care to explain what that is? Innovation? We'll give one million pounds to the person. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe they won't. <laughs> Please don't get that in our Um, No. Intervention. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Canova, you're both gone. You're legally contracted now. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Intervention Trust 
Am I talking to the camera? Uh, whatever. Are, are you doesn't matter. I'll have visual as well. Yeah, we can do visual as well. Yeah, cool. yeah okay. why not? Innervation trust is the sound of mission. I know that at times in your life you've thought, I really wonder what mission sounds like. Well, innervation trust is the sound of mission. If you want to find out more, log on to www.innervation. That's I double N E R V A T I O N dot org. I don't need to spell that. <laughs> www.innervation.org. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> even wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> or not, in the case. <laughs> Which disciple? Out of Jesus' disciples, which disciple would you say? Done. I wish I was like John. Yeah, most likely. You compare yourself to him. I wish I could say John. I don't know. I think you're more like him. I know you like to look. I think you're more like Peter. I think you think Judas. Peter's better than Judas. Because Chip, right? I mean, this in the most respectful way I love Chip. He is the kind of guy that would jump out of the boat. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's the kind of guy. That like you know, if Jesus walked in the room, you guys would probably get up and start running towards him. He would be like on fire, <laughs> sprinting, screaming, <laughs> and like he's there. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, I mean, and you'd probably defend Jesus quite well. You'd probably chop a few ears off as well. Like, <laughs> he's like you know, he's still a warrior for Christ. I don't know, but you. It's funny how we think of the disciples as like. You know, like baseball cards. Do you, you yeah. guys have the equivalent of baseball cards? Like football, football cards? cards. Yeah, football yeah, cards. Like stickers, no stickers. We have Somebody stickers. should do that. Somebody should totally do that football so stickers yeah. for all the disciples. And like, here's Peter. His cool thing is that he can walk on water. <laughs> 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 Unless he starts doubting. <laughs> here's Thomas. He doesn't believe anything, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, no, he became believing Thomas. Yeah. 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 I, I, what about you, Leon? <laughs> you think about this. <sighs> I, I would say, hmm. <laughs> I don't remember him being one no, of those. I would say, <laughs> John James. Probably, hmm. <laughs> 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 Chinese disciples.
was a, if that was not an option. Yeah. If, it, if it, okay, if you weren't Jesus, then you would definitely, without a doubt, be. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need an answer, man. <laughs> Killing me. So do we. Yeah. Can you imagine people actually think that's one of the disciples' yeah, names? They go in the Bible. I can't find his name anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Book of John at the moment. Yeah. I'm reading the Book of John. I just think it's awesome. It's mm. my favourite book at the moment. Um, right. Say you were going to a desert island and you could take one Bible passage with you. What would it be? <laughs> the Book of James. Yeah, because the Book of James, like, it's just got everything in it. It's like really small, really compact. I heard somebody describe it like this. He said, you know, if you want kind of the Bible in a nutshell, go to James because it's just it's really loaded with really good stuff. Um, obviously, it doesn't not you can't have a synopsis of the whole Bible. Some people think the four points is the synopsis of the whole Bible. I don't know. But I, I think that James James is, is what I would have. Well, no, that's too hard. Um, probably either the book of Psalms mm-hmm. or the book of John. Because <laughs> I love, I love, I love uh, like the Psalms of Psalms. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, I'd like to read the story. You know? mm-hmm. When Jesus did all these cool things. Uh, I'll be mm-hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> I think I'd go for Proverbs. I just like finding out, you know, wisdom. And, uh, I like finding out uh, things that God teaches us to do and not to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though I was going to see Mama, it's a desert island, isn't it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not a desert island. Um, it's too bad there's not a book of the Bible that tells you how to live on how to survive yeah. on a <laughs> <laughs> That would be the best yeah, thing. I, I think there are stories in the Bible that teach you to live without certain things. You know, mm-hmm. you know Job, you know, that's another book that, you know, would, some of it, a lot of it would be relevant to the situation you're in. I was going to say, Job yeah. could identify with being but, stranded on the um, You know, proper probably my book. And Psalms as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the song, I, you know, if I'm feeling down, I could, you know, sing one of those songs. Cool. I'll just call it one more question now. Um, what would you say your favourite worship song is? Mm-hmm. No power of hell. Wow. No scheme of oh. That one. Uh, Christ the Lamb. In Christ the Lamb. That just comes straight mm. to my mind. Do you know what I found out? It's the husband and wife that wrote that. And they live in Ireland, dude. Like Northern Ireland. <laughs> now? Yeah. Wow. Like, we should go meet them. Mm-hmm. That one, and there's another uh, contemporary hymn that I'm really into as well. Um, and I'll go uh, answer another question and come back to me. So the one, well, the song, the song that I always tend to have, like, on default, like, in my head, like, if I'm in the shower or something, I'm singing the song, like, where did that song come from? Actually, right now, it's a little baby song, because I have a little boy. I'm a bit gutted that you had that reaction when I said the word shower. <laughs> Need a shower. <laughs> and look how deep the father's love. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the song that I always have on my default playing is um, "Open the Eyes of My Heart." You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's something really cool about that. Opening the eyes yeah. of my heart is like, God, I know that you're doing something right now, but I just can't see what it is you're doing. So open, open mm-hmm. my eyes so I can see where you're moving, so I can join you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that would be it. That'd be my default song. Um. Right. Mm-hmm. I go 
against the songs of the label and everything. Uh-oh. But, um, I think, personally, I think, like, worship is about um, the way you live your life. And, like, I'm not going to, you know, put worship music into a genre. And I, I think a lot of the time people do do that. It's in, like, they'll say, you know, a guitar, drums, and that sort of person thing at the front will be worship music whenever you go to church. But I think worship, for me, is more about the experience you have with God and, you know, the way you live your life with God. And, you know, the best time I've ever experienced worship at its fullest is when I've been, I love snowboarding. 